Hello, this is longtime Milwaukee radio personality Steve Pallack. Stand by, your next episode is queued up. The on air light is lit. It's season five of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. It's Chris Byer, as always, with uh, my friend Jim. Chris. Jim Martin. Sorry, Here I should I am. say that. Well, or, or not. It's I mean, assumed whatever. by now. I think so. Yeah. I think I think our listeners know who I am. <laughs> I would hope. I've got a strange question for you. Are you a fan of the color orange? Uh, I, I'm a growing fan of the color orange. Growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, kind of uh, wannabe. It's, it's growing on me. Yeah, right. Right. I got an orange shirt, a T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, probably like last year. It's the first time I've worn orange. I kind of like it. I was talking with this guy recently. Works at Orange Theory. You've okay. heard of Orange? You know what I have Orange not Theory heard is? of Orange Theory. No, you mm. haven't heard of Orange Theory. No, it's a gym. But I'm assuming at some point it was called Orange Hypothesis. But I don't know about you. When I'm watching a sporting event, that uh, I don't have a dog in the fight, mm-hmm. I start yep. cheering for the uniform that I like better. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Okay. And you know, there's a million reds and blues of every right every yep. sport. Yep. But orange, there's not many orange. There's not many oranges. Or the Padres, brown. I was cheering for brown them. is Brown is a little odd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, except for the browns. Now, orange is a secondary color. The other two are? Green yeah. and purple. Yeah. Okay. And the primary are the? The red, blue, yellow. yellow. Orange is kind of a collab between red and yellow. It is. They got together, yeah. expand yeah. the brand. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's come to synergy, yeah. the two colors, <laughs> right? Right. Now, again, you got the primary colors. You got those three. Right. You got the three secondary. Yep. You got white and black. Yeah. Yep. And then gray. Gray, right? of course. Yep. Where does brown fit in? Brown's like a smashed up all of them. What is brown? That's a tough life. Yeah. You know, I mean, brown. Brown's not very, you know. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, like, I don't know. UPS had that slogan, what can yeah. brown do for you? That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I'd like to paraphrase uh, President Kenny and say, ask not what brown can do for you, but what can you do for brown? Yeah, we should support brown. Then yeah. again, I'm going to back off on everything I just said. Okay. There's Fair only enough. two colors. Okay. There's white and off-white. White and off-white. Like black is off-white. It's very off-white. Orange is off-white. <laughs> red is off-white. And then right. there's white. Right. And anyway, white. enough talking so about what all do you, the colors. So what do you like here. best? Off-white or white? What do you like better? Well, I, well look, I'm go back to orange. I'll go back okay. to orange. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, I want to introduce our guest tonight. A real estate agent. Actually, we'll we'll find this out soon. We had this whole thing about realtor last time. We'll yes, talk we about that in a right. second. Real estate agent Beth Jaworski, who works for Milwaukee-based Shore West Realty, whose logo is it fire engine red or candy apple red, Beth? Well, actually, it's Shore West Realtors. Okay, Realtors. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, let's 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 get this <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. Let's start let's on the correct note. Right. Right. What's right. the okay. difference between a real estate agent, a broker, and a realtor? What is, what's the difference? Oh, there actually is a difference. Um, a big difference. A real estate agent holds a salesperson's license with the state. Okay. A broker holds a broker's license with the state. The, what's difference, the difference, yeah. yes, is the broker can go on their own um, because. They don't need to work under the supervision of a broker. They are a broker, and they can maintain a trust account. 
Um, that's become less important now. You're finding more and more small brokerages having a title company uh, handle their trust account, but that was always a big point of differentiation. And the fact that you could go out on your own. If you have a salesperson's license, you have to work under a broker. Right. And if you're a realtor, that means you're a member of the National Association of Realtors. So you're holding yourself to a higher standard by that membership. You have to abide by the code of ethics. Oh, okay. And but real estate agents don't have any ethics? Uh, is that, is <laughs> that is debatable in some cases, sadly, but generally um, not so. However, you know when the um, agent is a realtor mm -hmm. that they are um, abiding by the code of ethics. So okay. you can feel comfortable with that. Luckily, in our area, I can't think of any agents really who aren't realtors. Okay. Pretty much everybody joins the National Association of Realtors. You don't have to swear oath. an oath. Put your hand up. They put your hand up, and I solemnly swear to um, abide by these ethics. I guess not to be a realtor. I'm trying to think. It's been so long. It's been over 30 years since I um, became a realtor. When you serve on any of their boards, or that I've served as chair in the, um, on the executive committee, and that, then you do take an oath. Sure. But I don't think to become a realtor, you do. Okay. Uh, you've stymied me already, and we've barely oh, well. started. Well, I'm, I'm oh. sure it'll be the last time tonight. Um, so... Uh, Okay, so we this yeah. word, realtor, right? The problem is, Beth and I talked about this yeah. before, people like to say realtor. Yes, for they some add the reason, extra A. Add the extra A. They add the, yeah, the extra A for some reason. I don't know why, because it's, I think it's because the L and the T together is too hard to say. I think yeah, so. It's they like the tongue handle. gets stuck. Like yeah, realtor is stuck there. Right. Yeah. Realtor. Yeah, let's we'll take it up with them. See if you can add an A. How about that? <laughs> no, there you no go. we're not doing it. If, no, everybody's, oh, yeah, if yeah. everybody's doing it, just go with it. No, no, no. It's like KFC, right? It used to be Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now it's KFC. Now it's KFC. <laughs> FedEx, right. Federal Express. Right. Realtor, realtor. Just just right. you know, realtor. take it under advisement. And, and they do that with the dictionary all the time. Yeah. Right? They're always adding words that people just made up that everybody's using. Yeah. yeah, I don't see it happening. I know, Sorry, I, guys. I know. They're pretty adamant. <laughs> yeah, they are. These realtors are We are, are adamant, adamant about it. Yes, yeah. it's mm -hmm. a point of pride as yeah. a realtor that we are realtors, not right. realtors. Realtors, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, I think one thing that people think, and maybe I thought this too, is that it's a generic thing. But no, it's a specific thing that you have to be a member of to be Yes, and you have to pay dues every year. Okay, mm -hmm. right. dues. Mm -hmm. And it's a, like, yes. it's a trademark thing. Yes, it's a trade association, and the realtor brand is trademarked. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, anyway, getting back to my question about right. about uh, Shore West Realty. Yes, realtors. It, that Realty. is a pet peeve. Shore West, <laughs> also, Shore West the real name is Shore West Realtors, not Realty. Realty. Not Realty. Okay, what's, that is a, a, what's the difference between that now? We got a whole it thing is just on. the name. What's I mean, Realty? wouldn't you is want your name word? correct? Yes, Realty. What's yeah. Realty mean? Yes, like there's uh, been other companies, Realty. I think it's the business of real estate, but Realtors okay. is our organization, Shore West Realtors. Okay, I'm going to get this <laughs> wrong like, all night. It's, it's like somebody calls, somebody, somebody's name is Brenda and you're calling her Deborah, like my name's not Deborah; it's Brenda, but it sounds like that. Right? It's like it's Susan similar. and Suzanne. Don't give me this Brenda Deborah thing. <laughs> I think it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. No, anyway, right, okay, fair so enough. Susan, Susan, Shore West Real Realtors, right? Realtors, Realtors, Realtors. What is uh, what is the color? This red? Do they have a name for it? Shore West Red. We don't actually. Yeah, Shore West Red. Really, our colors are red, white, and black. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking that 
Shore West implies that it is on the west shore of Lake Michigan. It's close, yes. Um, what it is is actually, uh, I started in 1992 with Cobalt Banker. In 97, Wauwatosa Realty bought the eight office franchise I worked for. Right. And at that point, they almost doubled in size, um, and they wanted to change their name. So they did a lot of focus groups, and they settled on Shore West, which they told us at the time, back in 1997, it was to mean from the shores of Lake Michigan and all points west. Yep. Uh, so this brings up uh, my next point, which is, if there's talk of expansion to Michigan, is there fear of some unprovoked border crossing that might lead to Shore East Realty and hostilities between oh, the two. Is no. there a shore east on in the Michigan side? There is not a shore east. And I think you're right. That that could cause some issues. Yeah. Do you think if you go to yeah. Mich- the Michigan market, will you be welcomed as liberators or will you be seen as colonizing? I would guess colonizing. Me too. No one yeah. ever likes the outside firm to come in. No. Yeah. Meyer. Me Meyer came over here. Meyer, that grocery yeah, store. Yeah, they did. From, from Michigan. Michigan. Right. Yeah. Over here. I don't like Stomping it. all over everything. I don't like it. No, no. Yeah, we like, like our homegrown companies right. yeah. like Char West. And Meyer's right. got that weird <laughs> I in the middle of the J. Yeah. What's yeah, going on with that? I, I don't know. It's I like, think it, you know, it's Dutch. Too many vowels. It's, it's Dutch. I was just going to say, it's Dutch. Ah, yes, yeah, that right. makes sense. Right. It, mm-hmm. it probably is. They our like guest, their vowels. Our guest tonight is quite tall. We've talked about this. Are you Dutch in heritage at all? Actually, I'm not, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned, I feel very comfortable in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm right. actually German, Polish, and Austrian. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so a lot of German-speaking language in your heritage. Yes. Do you know how to speak German? Ah, uh, sprechen Sie Deutsch? No, ein bisschen. No. <laughs> Everybody can yeah, say that. Sadly. I don't think that counts. Um, yeah. My grandmother lived with us till I was seven um, is when she passed away. And she used to speak oh. German to me. But then I, I lost it all that after it. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, another very easy question, hopefully. Why do they call it real estate? Why do they call it real estate? That is an easy question. So easy. No one's ever asked me that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you could make some pun about it not being fake or something like that. But... Why not call it, uh, I don't know, there's got to be another name, property, property seller, stuff. or whatever. But stuff. real estate, what's the story? We don't know. It is real estate. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. an estate yeah. that's real. It's not a figment of your imagination. <laughs> Although now I hear in the metaverse, right, they're selling real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so would that be virtual real estate virtual, then? Yes. So how does that work? How about virtual estate? Real? Virtual estate, right, exactly. Yeah, they they got to take the real out of there. That's right. If they do That's it. Right. Because it's yeah. not real. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real. The no. money's real. Yes. Yeah, right. But yeah. the real estate is not real. You no. said that we'd only stump her once. We've stumped her more than a few times. I know. Just the first few minutes. Is this I'm what we're sure doing? I like this, this show. Stump our guest? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> stump, her, stump the real thrilled her. Stump These the are not part. the questions I expected. <laughs> That's right. Well, we gave you a different sheet. You know, it's the bait and switch thing. You know, That's right. I see that. Oh, you got your name. So, you said you started with Coldwell Banker. How long ago? How long have you been doing that this? That was um, September 29th of 1992 is my official okay. hire mm. date. Yes. Okay. So, this is the date. 30th anniversary and, for you this year. Uh, this year. Yes, fantastic. I'm celebrating it right now, about a month into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing nice. I've noticed with real estate agents, going way back to the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, especially back then, is that real estate agents always prominently feature their picture in their advertising and the billboards and things like that. You see it now with doctors and other people, professionals going forward. But back 20, 30 years ago, the first people that jumped on this, we need to see their picture thing, was real estate people, uh, realtors. 
Maybe. Is that is that correct? And why? That why is, is it so important? Correct. Well, when I started in 92, um, pretty much everybody had their photo on the business card. And what I was told was it was just a point of differentiation. I mean, so that people knew who you were. If they saw your face, a lot of times people would just pick their agent off. Oh, they look trustworthy. They look approachable. Or oh, they no look kidding. like someone I could work with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just to put a face with that name, I, if you just have a business card with the name, who knows what that person is like. Maybe the client or customer would be a little more hesitant to reach out to you. But if they saw your face and they thought, hey, this looks like someone I can work with. This looks like someone who can help me. Let's do it. And same thing if I think years ago, open houses were a big deal. The pace of buying and selling was so much slower. Mm -hmm. So people might go to different open houses and that, maybe not even remember your name, but Mm -hmm. then they saw your face. I know that face. Sure. Right, right. Exactly. So (laughs) I remember that face. There some of the some of the signs I see on people's yards Mm -hmm. have faces. Yes. And some don't. Yes. Just have the name. Is there a reason or just random? Yes, I think it's just trends. Um, Interestingly enough, way back when I still worked for, um, before it became Shore West, so it had to be probably 95-ish or so, all of a sudden we got the opportunity to have our face on the sign. And you know, you're kind of like, oh, nobody really wants to see my face, but then it's promoted (laughs) to you in the company, oh, you really should do this. So I did do that. And I will never forget, um, of course, within a few months, I had a mustache on my oh. <laughs> face on the side. And that had, my boyfriend at the time was kind enough to go clean off the sign for oh, me. Nice. I don't know what Very was nice. used on it. Yeah. Um, Mayor, probably. <laughs> and so then when um, the whole uh, buyout and merger and a name change and everything came, there were no real you know, faces on the sign. And it mm-hmm. just wasn't a trend. Nobody else had that. And then somehow a few years ago, they resurfaced, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, they're very nice custom signs that are available to us at Shore West with your photo and that. And so once again, I went for it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I have not had a mustache drawn on me. Oh, that's good. Well, mustaches are really so like 80s. Yeah. Drawn mustaches and stuff. What? So passing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what would be the breakdown of, of uh, agents uh, historically female to male, uh, has it become increasingly female-dominated, male-dominated? What was the breakdown when you first started? Was it now? Well, that's a good question. Um, it, real estate, has it's such a paradox or such a, a contradiction because it's actually always been a very female-dominated industry, mm-hmm. but the leadership is completely male-dominated. The, the top oh, sellers. Yeah, uh, yes. Now, again, well, not the top sellers. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. I mean the, the, the leadership. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not the sales leaders. And I was, I was, I was asking <laughs> right. that question because maybe one of the reasons that people have their pictures on on the on their advertising is that they're all women. And maybe that uh, you know that softer image might might you know project sales somehow. You know that. You know. No, men put their. Photo. Oh no, I'm not saying the men wouldn't. I'm just saying that in a in a profession potentially dominated by women in terms of just sheer number of of uh, sales that a picture might somehow draw people in more so than if it was a male dominated field. I'm just guessing. No, I've never thought hmm. of it that way. 
Um, you know, men's magazines got pictures of women on them. Women's magazines got pictures of women mm-hmm. on them. And so maybe something about the female, you know, uh, image that draws in more business. More, more inviting. Or whatever. But yeah. I mean, men always put their picture and they have the same kind of, I think, effect. You know, that mm-hmm. ma- uh, some people will look at certain male realtors' pictures and be like, oh, I want to work with them. They look like someone I could work with. Mm-hmm. Or they yeah. look approachable or they look knowledgeable or they look professional or whatever they're seeking out in their agent. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't buy it. Sorry. Okay. No. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I don't think try, it's because it's a woman. To, it was a woman right. dominated. Because actually, way back, it was a male dominated. Right. You know, like the Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Well, that's no. a little subset I of um, real estate. But you know, back in the '40s <laughs> or '50s, it was a big right. thing. There were very few women. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even by the '80s, early '90s, like I said, for brokers or managing brokers, leaders, or owners of companies, top, top management, there was like almost no one hmm. who was a woman. Mm-hmm. So, it's still very rare. Okay. So you are one of the top salespeople for Shore West, correct? Is that yes. right? Yeah. So congratulations on that, first Thank of all. Thank you. That's fantastic. You. Um, have you thought about becoming a broker? Not so much. It's funny, like Kathy Eli, our former mayor, is a friend of mine, um, a neighbor and that. And she has said, she's like, oh, you'll go off on your own. I see you, you know, having your own brokerage and that. She had told me that years ago already. And I'm like, you do? Um, I really don't see that. There's so many things that need to be provided or could be provided. And someone like Shore West has the capability for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, our support center in Brookfield is amazing, you know, mm-hmm. and the teams and all the people, they have all the tools, the full IT department, the full um, development and education department, the title department, the legal. I'm not going to have all that if I go off on my own. You well, know. you will if you go off on your own. You have to. Yeah, right, I mean, have right. To I'd have to be, together. yeah. Uh, to. I don't have time for that. And I don't want to negotiate printer contracts or, right. you know, and then hire all these people. Yes, I could hire people to run all that. Well, now I'm working on all that and mm-hmm. I'm not selling any houses. I'm not with my people. I right, like selling right. real estate because I like the people, my clients, sure, helping right. them with their challenges, you know, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, so... To that doesn't know. sound any fun to me at all. And then now you got to manage people. Right. And you right. know, people are difficult. People are difficult. To manage difficult. employees. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. say, because my clients aren't difficult, but uh, no. employees, no, I don't want to manage people. I was going to say specifically yeah. you too. Are difficult <laughs> yeah. to deal with, and I'd rather, I'm dealing it's with true. Him. Well, I've dealt it's, with him. Yeah. You know, he's a past client. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. A couple of times. Well, sort of he like a buy real... and sell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was kind of difficult. I, was, I, 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 I can be difficult. Yeah, yeah. 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 People yeah. think I'm the nice guy on this no. show. No, 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 no. No, they're way, way off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was always saying things like, "Oh, I don't know if you remember me, but <laughs> no. right, right. Yeah, We'd true. like to see a house if you have time, but you know, really difficult. Yeah, things like that. I would say. Yeah, I mean, passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. All those things he was saying with a uh, like a, a scowl on his face. <laughs> right, you know, right. Yeah, time I, was, I was, felt that. As I was typing up those that. emails, I was scowling. <laughs> if you have time, <laughs> yeah. All caps. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So uh, now I'm going to get on somewhere a little bit more serious. Okay. Interest rates. Everybody's talking interest rates. Interest oh, yeah. rates are going up. Now, of course, we're all old enough to remember when interest rates were quite high. Yes. Back in the late '70s, early '80s, we'll say. Um, 
now they're at what four or five? I don't know. You, seven. Uh, I think. No, eight, they're at eight, seven. seven. Well, right? No, they haven't hit eight no, yet. Okay. Um, they're predicted to, but they went up to seven and a half for a brief moment in time. I actually looked today for a buyer on Landmark Credit Union's mm-hmm. website. They're publishing seven percent today for oh. thirty-year fix, no points. I got confused when she looked at me and said buyer. But um, buyer, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. B U Y E R. He buyer. likes to emphasize that. Home buyer. It's, it's, it's a sticking point with him. People say buyer, and it's buyer. Is, ah, is this, is like this buyer. Pro- this is the problem with you. All day you're dealing with buyers. You come here and got to deal with me. This is, <laughs> Another buyer. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry but that I'm different. extending your your work day here. But yeah, seven to eight percent, seven seven has got to freak people out that are used to two and three and four, right? Right, right. Um, you know, as you said, if you're of a certain age, you know, even if from the 90s, mm-hmm. 8 9%, that was common. Right. Um, I bought my first place, believe it or not, not till 1998, and I think it was 875 and I mm-hmm. thought that was a great deal at the time, and mm-hmm. then I refinanced and refinanced. Um, but it really comes down to looking at what your payment is. Um, and when people are concerned about inflation, if you get a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, that is your best hedge against inflation that you've got. Hmm. Rents are going to continue to go up. Expenses continue to go up. Your payment is locked in. You hmm. know, your 30-year fixed-rate mortgage today is the same payment that you are going to have in 2035. Yeah. Can you say that for rent? No. Yeah. Your gas yeah. is right, going to cost that. Where's the house? Where's no, the no. But I mean, and then you also, you look at, okay, even at the higher interest rate, your buying power is less, but okay, this house that you would like to live in is going to cost you $1,800 a month. And then you go and say, oh, it would only cost me 14 or whatever it was. So you go look at apartments mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that $1,800 for owning your own home looks real good. Yep. You know, and home ownership is not for everyone, but mm-hmm. you should not be basing your decision on if you're going to buy or not on what the interest rate is. That's right. not the sole right. determinant. You're going to because, live in the house. You're going to get value out of being in the house. Right. Correct. And right. no one can kick you out. I mean, we had two neighbors um, in my neighborhood in the last year that had been long-term renters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never thought the landlord would tell them they'd have to move out. They always thought they'd be the ones who would right. decide if they were going to. And they both had the landlord say, hey, you know, thing, circumstance change, whatever. And you got to go. Wow. Well, At now that point, I would go. say... You can't get rid of me. I'm leaving. You know, yeah, just so, right. that, yeah. so that you got that's the higher right. ground, right? It's not you. It's me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. You can't leave me. I'm leaving you. This right. was my right. choice. You know, there's that's a right. lot of acronyms out there. I think they should come up with some type of loan that involves the acronym LEG so they can say, we, you know, we got an arm and a leg, something oh. like that. Is that oh. something? Oh, arm and a leg. Yeah. Arm and a leg. You can choose the arm sure. and the leg. But anyway, right. that's a bad joke. We'll move on from it, that. <laughs> we, um, you know, obviously in this area, uh, housing... Prices have gone really high, really fast, mm-hmm. and um, so much to the point. So that it's the point where we see these things, and we think we should sell our house, <laughs> you know? right? I oh, mean, of but, course, but when then, the mar- you know, because, market's high. Because people say, "Well, why don't you sell your house? Go rent something." Well, we just had Harper's mom, my wife's mom, just moved here, and rent and rent is. Two and a half to three times what our mortgage is. I mean, mm-hmm. you were this is only to illustrate what you were talking about with between rent and, and a mortgage payment. You know, so so basically, we are renting our house for half the price at this point. So right, I guess we're not going anywhere. I got extra room. Yeah. Move in, do you? Yeah, there you go. No, you know what? That's this is, this is looking kind of nice right here, actually. You know, it's funny you say that, but a lot of people rent out a room. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's shocking how yep. many people in the last couple of years with the side gig economy mm-hmm. and just inflation, you know, you put it all together and the rising costs, a lot of people run out of room around here. Yeah. <laughs> you joke, that's, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's not they, that unusual. That's, that's not an unusual thing in some place like New York, right? I mean, isn't that, right. isn't that kind of the way things kind of go? Yeah, right, too with the whole sub, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but it's interesting. I didn't realize that I might have people just around me just right. renting out rooms. Yeah, that's yes. insane. You're Isn't insane. You Another doing? one is that whole uh, um, Airbnb thing where people are yeah. renting out their their apartments in like New York City, and they're having a housing shortage because of something like that. Well, here even, and I mean, mm-hmm. I have a past client. He's the boyfriend of a friend of mine, um, and he's a chef, and he will travel sometimes because he's a head of um, the place, so he has to. Traveled, he has to, poor guy, right? <laughs> and check out restaurants and that in different cities. But he will stay with her for the weekend and Airbnb his house or do it when he goes mm-hmm. out of town. Yeah. So he consistently makes a good income from yeah. that as a side gig. And then the Airbnbs I know of in Tulsa are often full because mm-hmm. I've seen a shift from people who are moving here from out of state. They used to stay at a hotel, right? Or, yeah. a, you know, right, right. residence in, right? right? If they wanted the fridge and the microwave and that. And now they stay at an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that drives up the demand. But so I've been shocked at how many Airbnbs pop up and how the, you know, it's a room here or that. Well, I was never more shocked than earlier this year when um, a gal was telling me at a house I was selling, a little two-bedroom ranch, so Mm -hmm. smaller home, smaller footprint, in her basement. She would Airbnb the basement for overnight. There's no bathroom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That might be a. Huh. How about, that also might be like a fire risk. You know, they might have some type of well, zoning right, issue. Right. No, she sold she it. She moved on. Yeah. She's done. So you know, right, no right. harm, no foul. Oh, right. No one died. Good. Good. Yeah. It's a good point. But I yeah. was shocked. I was like, so is that what we've come to with our housing? Yeah. You know that yeah. people are willing to pay to sleep in a basement right. with no right. Yeah. Um, a, a bathroom. Because it's just such yeah. a hot area and it's hard to get a housing and, you know, and, and this was obviously a temporary thing. It would yeah. be like for one night or two nights if they were in town for the weekend or something. But mm-hmm. that blew my mind. That's amazing. Um, and then how many people do rent mm-hmm. a room to a student or to a visiting nurse yeah. or... Cheerleaders. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, that are in town, yeah. Uh, no, the, well, we're talking the new, the next New York. Yeah. Who are in yeah. town, but the, they don't rent. They you don't know, I was, right? uh, Jim, I'm going to say this in all honesty. This half hour has flown by. We're almost at the end of it. I want to ask one more question. I'm saying that okay. beforehand so that yes. we can wrap it up because we got to get to the second half hour. Yes, we do. Which is coming up here soon. One question I've got about selling a house is somebody will say, well, you got to get that roof fixed before we sell it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Or you got to remodel the kitchen before we sell it. Yep. Isn't it the same equal amount in terms of, uh, well, I'll sell it as is and I'll take X amount of dollars off and you fix the roof? Why is one better than the other or is one better than the other? You know, lowering the price so they fix the roof on their own or you fix it before they buy it. Which is better and why? Well, I mean, that actually depends on your situation. That's why you have, you know, a trained professional like myself come Mm -hmm. in. Um, because if it, if you're under the gun or you have a lot of equity and you just want out, it might be better for you, right, to ha- have the price lower and you're just done with it. Um, if you're facing a big illness or a major job move and you got three kids under six and two dogs and, you know, you just don't have time or energy to de- or money maybe to deal with this, but you can sell the house lower, then maybe you uh, do that. 
But if you have a roof that's at the end of its life or that has a problem, the buyer might have a problem getting a mortgage. Now you limit yourself to a cash buyer. They are oh. going to want a little mm. deal, you know, and mm. to a roof is very expensive right now to right. replace. So um, as far as like redoing a kitchen or that, we live in the HGTV generation mm. now, um, and that has spoiled us. And especially in Tosa, we have a very high standard, right? I mean, people love their homes. They love to update them, to decorate them, to really present them. And we stage. Most of the top agents in Tosa provide staging, myself included. So a buyer, in especially in East Tosa, is expecting a home for sale to be standing tall, right? Mm-hmm. Really well presented. And those homes that are that way, that invoke that feeling when the buyer walks through, like, wow, this is awesome. I would love to live here. And that home buyer who's going to live there and not be an investor or flipper, they're going to pay top dollar. And they're going to have that fear of missing out if it's marketed right and it's priced right. And then they're going to get into a bidding war. And you're going to get more money than you ever dreamed by putting in a little bit. You get a return back. But again, for some people, it's not worth all that. Mm-hmm. Even though they could get 10, 20, 30, 40,000 more, their time is more important, right? right? They need to get out. Or sometimes they just need that money for a different reason, mm-hmm. right? They have some other kind of obligation or business opportunity or whatever it is. A family member who needs it. So... That's why it's not always black and white that, yes, you should do this or no, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the, the feeling I had is most people say, well, you got to get that fixed before you sell it. That's the one I hear more often than just give money off. You know, that's usually and maybe mm-hmm. the reason you stated Right. Sometimes, uh, depending on what the problem is, the buyer can't get the mortgage. Mm-hmm. So then you you got to get that fixed. Yeah. All right. Well, Beth, uh, thank you. Uh, that wraps up thank the first you. half. Thanks, and we're going to take a, a couple it's minutes. Fun. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes. But for you uh, listening, we'll be back next week. Right. All right. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with Realtor Beth Jaworski. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.